The Immigrant Alliance for Justice and Equity has been canvassing against the One Lake Project, which public officials say could be a solution to prevent flooding in Jackson. Now, this proposal would call for the widening of the Pearl River for several miles next to Jackson, but the Immigrant Alliance for Justice and Equity, among other community activists, say that that could cause some environmental impacts both in Jackson and downriver through parts of Mississippi and even Louisiana. So now we're joined with Lauren and Crystal, our young organizers over here at the Immigrant Alliance for Justice and Equity. Um, You guys just finished a a very busy evening, afternoon into the evening of canvassing out in Jackson for the One Lake Project. I guess we could start with Lauren. Uh, We were talking about the background, but can you give us more info? What really is the One Lake Project and why do you feel it necessary to go out and canvass? The One Lake Project is um, a beautification project that will, it's marketed as prevent flooding in Jackson, which is, uh, has historically been um, very, the infrastructure in Jackson is very not well maintained. So every time we get lots of rainfall, there's, there's flooding in certain parts that are um, lower altitude and the one lake project was actually proposed in 2016 shot down a couple times um and well dismissed and now it's back and it wants to uh basically cause the pearl river to be opened at the mouth of the river and i i guess connect um a tributary creek that is going to be the cause of flooding in certain areas of northeast and southwest Jackson. Um, We've been targeting the communities near these tributary creeks that will raise up to eight feet um, if the One Lake Project goes through. And um, there's a website called pearlriverkeepers.com that actually lists the information and why the One Lake Project can be so harmful um, to the environment, to the wildlife, and to the the residents of Jackson that live near these creeks and drains, ditches. So, um, yeah, the the reason we went out today to canvas wasn't really to educate because most people knew about it already, and uh, we were trying to get them to sign a petition so that it can be stopped again and then crystal i'll ask you this question you know what was it like being out there canvassing with other people canvassing against the one lake project you know how many people were out there with you guys and what was it like i know you were mainly aiming for the petition but you know educating people if you needed to and things like that honestly it was i i was very excited to go and um i was really glad that we had like various types of people like different backgrounds I know we had like a mother that brought her child. Um, like Lauren said, we have uh, an artist and like a someone that was doing um journalism and stuff like that. So it's very very important for us to have a diverse background, to have different um types of people. Of course, um, 
it's also important for us to make sure that we have people that speak English and that speak Spanish. Um, so that was that was amazing having uh, having those people there um, because you know like some people may be uh, more open, I would say, to talk to people who look like them, who speak the same language as them. you know, at the end of the day, we're trying to, you know, not necessarily educate them like Lauren said because a lot of them already know but like if they don't know then yes um tell them basically what it is and you know encourage them to sign the petition which at the end will uh will you know affect all of us and all of the Jackson residents and Crystal you know I I want to ask you this you being a college student and you living in the Jackson area hopefully you being the future of Jackson and Mississippi as a whole, you know, what do you feel like when lawmakers propose a plan like One Lake and you realize that that might negatively affect a lot of people in your own community down the line for years to come? I think it's really important for us, um, like young people, to be aware of what's going on around us. Um and, you know, make sure that we use our rights and, you know, our voice, not only for ourselves, but for the people around us. Um, it's very, very important that we pay attention to what's going on and then we speak up if we see something that we don't like, that we encourage others to speak up as well. Because um, all of these, like, things that are going on will, can, I mean, can and will affect us. Um, and, you know, at the end, ultimately, not only that, but like our families and like our communities, our schooling, like all of that is, you know, our lives, you know, we have to make sure it's kind of like saying people, you know, people saying they don't like politics, but like literally everything we do involves that. So being aware of what's going on around you, it's extremely important. No, very, very good stuff. And then Lauren, you know, I know you, Lauren, you focus on a lot about um environmental equity and, and climate equity, things like that, and environmental justice, climate justice. What is it like, especially experiencing the water crisis that Jackson went through not too long ago, you know, and, and you already touched on it. The infrastructure in the city as a whole is already crumbling and not well maintained. What a project like this one, as ambitious as it is, I'm sure there's a lot of doubt for people about it if it is if it does come into fruition. There's uh, definitely doubt in the direction that the leadership in Jackson will go to if towards if you know uh, if Pearl can start making decisions for the capital city and that's my opinion. Honestly, this will affect most of Hines County, which includes Byram, but it also will affect Rankin County. It will affect Louisiana and places in the Gulf Coast. So I think that um, climate change and climate justice is not being taken into account by the, the One Lake Project um, commissioners. And... <clears throat> the the fact that with each rainfall wastewater gets backed up um you see it driving down the street how uh, things aren't taken care of like the the 
the manholes or the the sewers, the potholes. Um, it's just it's very it's becoming apparent that the infrastructure in Jackson isn't isn't a priority for you know Mississippi anymore. Um, not I'm not speaking for all Mississippians or Jacksonians, but definitely the things need to be reassessed to if we want to you know keep Jackson beautiful and not make every every other like district a flood zone because it we already know that it's the world is on track to get hotter um and if we flood out you know the wildlife or we mess up the the structure of things by passing this project I just don't see how we can come back from that and um I guess it's all in the name of modernization or industrialism but um for me I it's it's disheartening and you know Lauren have you heard of maybe any other solutions to help with the flooding issue any better solutions as opposed to just focusing on the one lake project so yes there is a better solution there are alternatives to the project uh, and they are the two best that we want people to sign the petition to promote are the alternatives a1 and cto cto is the combination plan these will prevent um, damage these will cause the least amount of damage to the wetlands and the wildlife habitats and prevent the construction of a new weir or, and would not create a lake um, they would address Jackson's flooding in the tributary creek neighborhoods and um, in the end it is sorry that's my dog mm -hmm. it is up to Michael Connor who are, we're urgently requesting that he take action and choose the CTO combination alternative because you know you can only choose one. Um, the CTO combination alternative is a combination of the three of two alternatives, which there are three alternative plans as opposed to one lake, which the Mississippi Army Corps of Engineers is assessing right now. There's going to be a town hall this Saturday at 9.30 a.m. at the Old Colonial Heights Church in Ridgeland, where community members may come and uh, submit comments or just speak on behalf of their neighbors about why they don't want to see it happen or why they do want to see it happen because remember there's lots of people who are for it but you know there's also a lot of people who don't know anything about it mm -hmm. still gotcha and then crystal I'll, I'll end on you you know what is um what is the organization going to look like going forward canvassing maybe um getting more college kids involved um younger people involved, you know, what do you see that vision is trying to get those, especially young people's signatures on that petition? Currently, we're trying to reach as many people as we can, especially, you know, like not only, you know, community members, but of course them, because this will affect them the most, but also like, 
you know, nationally and stuff, you know, because we can literally break down why, you know, this project is bad for the community, like, because, you know, it's like there's proof behind it, like science behind it. It's actually been stopped before and it can be stopped again or, you know, kind of like Lauren said, use other alternatives um, that won't be like as damaging to the community. As far as like reaching a broader audience and like uh, re like being able to engage with the younger um, younger population, um, me and Sasha are currently working on a fellowship, uh, which will take place in the spring. Um, and hopefully, you know, during that fellowship, we will gain a lot of knowledge. We will be able to interact a lot with uh, other college and high school kids, and hopefully, have some of them, you know be able to volunteer with us in the future or even, I don't know, possibly work with us, like with the organization um, and have them reach other people as well. So that's what we're working on right now. I did want to mention also next Thursday, we're going to have a in-house town hall, uh, kind of like a house meeting at, at the Yahoo Warehouse. So 406 West Fortification next Thursday at 6 p.m. We're going to invite the Latino community because we're going to have interpretation as well to talk more about One Lake.